brings glad tidings, announcing peace, bearing good news, announcing salvation, and saying to Zion, your God is king. Hark, your sentinels raise a cry. Together they shout for joy, for they see directly before their eyes the Lord restoring Zion. Break out together in song, O ruins of Jerusalem, for the Lord comforts his people. He redeems Jerusalem. The Lord has bared his holy arm in the sight of all the nations. All the ends of the earth will behold the salvation of our God. The word of the Lord.
A reading from the beginning of the letter to the Hebrews. Brothers and sisters, in times past, God spoke in partial and various ways to our ancestors through the prophets. In these last days, he has spoken to us through the Son, whom he made heir of all things, and through whom he created the universe, who is the refulgence of his glory, the very imprint of his being, and who sustains all things by his mighty word. When he had accomplished purification from sins, he took his seat at the right hand of the majesty on high, as far superior to the angels, as the name he has inherited is more excellent than theirs. For to which of the angels did God ever say, You are my son, this day I have begotten you. Or again, I will be a father to him, and he shall be a son to me. And again, when he leads the firstborn into the world, he says, Let all the angels of God worship him. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. and sisters, may our Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. John. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God, and all things came to be through him. Without him nothing came to be. What came to be through him was life. And this life was the light of the human race. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. A man named John was sent from God, and he came for testimony to testify to the light, so that all might believe through him. He was not the light, but came to testify to the light. The true light which shines with enlightens everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world. And the world came to be through him, but the world did not know him. He came to what was his own, but his own people did not accept him. But to those who did accept him, he gave power to become children of God. To those who believe in his name, who were born not by natural generation, nor by human choice, nor by a man's decision, but by God. And the word became flesh and made his dwelling among us, and we saw his glory. The glory of the Father's only Son, full of grace and truth. 
John testified to him and cried out, saying, This was he of whom I said, The one who is coming after me ranks ahead of me, because he existed before me. From his fullness we have all received grace in place of grace, because while the law was given through Moses, grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God. The only Son, God, who is the Father's side, has revealed him. The Gospel of the Lord. Merry Christmas. I'm always, every Christmas when I have the daily Mass, or the, the, sun, the Christmas Day Mass, I always am tempted to use another gospel. Because, again, when I was a seminarian and I went to my church in Pittsburgh and I heard the gospel, I thought, where is the nativity? Why don't we hear about Jesus being born? What's going on here? And we heard that last night at midnight mass. There's four masses for Christmas, and we have different readings for each one. Anyway, as we come and we hear this one, this is the most theological one, and of course, it's the one that teaches us how we must live. Huh? Last night, as I did my holy hour, I did it here last night, and last night, yeah, last night, and I was spending time in front of our nativity set. And our nativity set is very different than most other nativity sets that you'll see. Of course, you know, it's beautiful and it came from a Brahmagal and it's all this glorious stuff in the nativity set. But what I think a lot of people never even look at and they miss is God the Father at the top of the nativity set. You see right in the top of it at the brim, there's God the Father and there is the Holy Spirit. And we so often focus on only Jesus during uh, Christmas season that we forget that it's the whole Trinity that comes and makes itself known. Because Jesus, of course, is God. The Word became flesh and dwelt among us. And again, I've told the story that even when I was in seminary, God always meets us where, he, where we're at, right? When I was in seminary, I did not believe in the divinity of Jesus. I believed he was the son of God. Well, of course, that's easy. We're all sons of God or daughters of God. But to believe he was God, mm-mm. And I'm in seminary at the time. I was in high school, but I had to grow. And I'll never forget driving with my first spirits director, Father James McCullough, great man, been dead a long time now. But when I'm, I'm with him and I finally got up the courage to share with him my struggle. And I sat there and I said, hey, Mac, we're driving. And I said, I believe Jesus Christ is the Son of God. He said, well, that's good, but I don't believe he's God. Hmm. And then he quoted the reading from today. In the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And I was like, oh, okay, I get it. Because the power of God's Word has the ability to reach into our heart and change us especially at Christmas. And if you listen to the opening prayer today, I know everybody was all excited and was listening intently to the opening prayer, but it says, who humbled himself, may we come to share in his divinity, who humbled himself to share in our humanity. And it's also, so I wanted to make sure I 
looked it up. It's part of the prayer that not most of you will hear, but we say it at every single Mass. When I take the water and I pour it into the wine, and we just put a drop in. Why? Because the water becomes one with the wine. There's no more separation. And then I pray during that prayer, during that time, by the mystery of this water and wine, may we come to share in the divinity of Christ, who humbled himself to share in our humanity. The very opening prayer of this Christmas day. So the reason that we every day then celebrate the Mass, every day we celebrate Christmas. We don't re have Jesus be reborn, you know, again and again and again. I talk about this reality that Jesus Christ was born 2,000 years ago. When we pray during Advent, oh, when he's born, please. He was born 2,000 years ago. He's not born today. That's not what Christmas is about. Jesus is born today. Sorry, he's not. But... He needs to be born again and again in our hearts and our lives. That's why Christmas is a time of new beginnings. When you and I get caught up in ourself and our sin and we're constantly looking at ourselves and constantly looking at the past and constantly looking at our weaknesses, God looks at us and says, you share in my divinity. What? God's looking at you this Christmas and saying, You share in my divinity. When God became one with us, we became one with him. So because of that, we can no longer just sit there and focus, oh yeah, I'm just a sinner. Please, you and I are never just sinners. Those of us have been baptized. We are the place where God dwells. And our humanity is now united with his divinity, just like the water and the wine cannot be separated. So when we're united with God, we cannot be separated. We become part of the Trinity of God. It's God brings us into this relationship of his very self so that we're never alone, that we can always know that God lives inside of me. And so I have the power to live the Christian life. This isn't just about Christmas Day. It's about every day because of Christmas Day. See that? Awful excited. Very excited. All excited. And the reality is we should all be excited about that reality. That God isn't, don't leave him in the manger, please. Take him home with you. Take him to your families. Take him to your coworkers. Be with him today. And just for a bit, sit there and meditate on the reality that when divinity took on humanity, we took on divinity and we share that divinity. So don't go around saying, I'm just a sinner. Oh, you are a child of God who sins, but you're still much more than just a sinner. You have taken on the divinity of God because of Christmas Day. And that's why we celebrate this day. And that's why it's always more than just Christmas, December 25th. This is something that must be lived 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. That's what we're called to do. May each of you know his love today and forever. Amen.
Let us stand and we have to profess our faith. And when it says when the word became flesh, we will all genuflect at that time because it's Christmas. I believe. I believe.